Welcome to Radwell's Automation Nation. Adjust the volume or put your favorite earbuds in and let's explore the manufacturing and automation industry together. I promise you if you love the industry or just cool technology, you will love our podcast. Let's get started. Welcome to Episode 6 of Radwell Automation Nation podcast. It's said that the average adult spends 35% of their waking hours at work. This adds up to approximately 13 entire years of your life working. That's a significant chunk of time. Since we spend so much time at work, it's important to feel like we're valued. I'm Julie, and in this episode, my co-host Rob and I will be discussing the top 10 ways to make your employees feel important. Knowing us, the top 10 ways will probably end up being the top 20 ways because once we get started, we keep going. But hey, there can never be too many ways to make your employees feel great about where they work. It seems like a simple topic, and yet so many workplaces fall short of creating an environment of inclusion and value for employees. So let's get started. Rob, you get to kick off our discussion. What's your favorite way to make employees feel important? Before we get started with that, Julie, 13 years, that's uh, that's that's a massive number. That's a long time. That is a long time. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, while, while we spend so much time at work, I think a real simple way to appreciate our employees that I think gets overlooked quite regularly is uh, just saying thank you. It could be a verbal thank you, a written thank you, or both. Employees typically work hard and want to contribute and know that their contributions are appreciated. When my boss or someone I'm working with or for says thank you for the effort, it goes a long way with me. I mean, it validates all that that hard work. It really does. It means a lot. And it's so simple. And so many people forget to do it. Yeah, for sure. I think another important way to make employees feel valued is to make them feel trusted by providing work for them at the right challenge level. Instead of giving them you know, basic tasks, letting them stretch a little bit, letting them grow a little bit, and having them um, get involved in jobs that are beyond their expected skill set so that they feel like you, you trust them to complete something that's not super easy and basic. I think employees feeling trusted is a great way to make them feel valued. What do you think? Yeah, it's empowerment for sure. You don't want to be bored at work, certainly, especially if you're spending 13 years of your life there. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> and then all of the, all, all of those challenges, once completed, could be followed by a, you know, a simple thank you. Right. They build upon each other. Everything that I think we talk about in our top 10, top 20, whatever it ends up being, builds upon the item before it. All of these things can be done in different ways. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, one thing I think we do a good job with um, and another way to recognize our employees is through public recognition or, or awards, uh, social media posts, etc. Great example is the the Radwell YouTube page. It's video upon video uh, of, of who we are, what we do, what we offer, also things that we do outside of you know, these four walls. And it's all of our employees. That's a great way to put somebody up front, empower them with a the task. It's certainly not a boring task to stand in front of a camera. That is a big deal that it's our employees because so many marketing efforts are generic and not actual employees or actual people who work in an operation or an organization. The fact that we have all original photographs and utilize our employees for videos for marketing photographs is a big deal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's that's Brian Radwell's you know requirement is that we utilize our internal staff. We have a great staff. Why wouldn't we? You want to develop a culture internally where we are recognizing our people uh, and accomplishments both individually and as a team. You know, really, how do you get more year in and year out without adding additional staff or physical footprint, additional tooling? 
could be effective to add recognition programs. You know, recently we implemented a year-long reward program for repair technicians, which hadn't previously been in place. And it's a points-based program, similar to golf and auto racing, you know, a, a year-long points chase, if you will, um, where standard KPIs and rankings earn points. And it's done every quarter. The top performers in the categories and overall are rewarded with trophies and or spiffs, which then get shared on social media. You know, at year's end, the overall top three performers based on points are, are rewarded. Uh, it's a pretty easy formula. Uh, produces additional recognition and award for doing your job. I do not. I have to interrupt you there for a second. I do not think it's an accident that you created a program based on golf and auto racing <laughs> APIs and rankings. <laughs> that is funny, right? definitely not an accident. <laughs> and if, I'm familiar with. If anyone um, wants to see something pretty cool, if you go to the Radwell social media and you backtrack a few weeks, you will see Rob. Rob, why don't you tell them what they'll see? Yeah. So uh, my employees last Christmas actually, uh, uh, I don't want to say awarded me, but presented me with a gift of laps around Indianapolis Motor Speedway in a two-seater IndyCar. And when I opened it, I mean, to your point about golf and auto racing, when I opened that gift, it just meant so much to me. It actually brought tears to my eyes at the time. And because of COVID, it got pushed off a few times, but we were able to execute two days after the Indy 500 this year and uh, take some laps around in Mario Andretti's two-seater at 100 mile, 180 mile an hour and just amazing, amazing. I think another great way for employees to feel valued and appreciated is to get things like free lunches or prizes. Little things that don't cost a fortune, that don't involve a huge amount of pre-planning, but let the employees know, hey, we value your efforts. Thanks for doing what you're doing. I do think, though, when you're when you're choosing things like this, the size of your employee group can factor into what the best choices are. Because, of course, if you have a thousand employees, it might be tougher to buy lunch, you know, for a thousand rather than a staff of twenty. So, I definitely think what you choose to do with this will depend upon your staff size and what physically works with your budget. As an example, buying prizes for a very large group might become too cost prohibitive in the long run, but buying, you know, something, a few smaller things that people can earn or win for doing something out of the ordinary above and beyond might be an interesting way to make someone feel appreciated. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you mentioned simple and, and a way to do that is on a, on a, hot summer day, you know, a 98 degree summer day, uh, running out to Dairy Queen and getting some dilly bars or, or ice cream sandwiches or something. It's low cost and it's a way to show appreciation. And, you know, who the heck doesn't like some ice cream on a hot day? I think here in New Jersey, um, Rita's would be the way to go. Oh, yeah. I think it really depends regionally on where you are in the country or, you know, where you are in the world. What would be that, you know, little bit of recognition that would get a charge out of people? Yeah, I forgot about Rita's. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been out of New Jersey that long. Uh, Come long, on now. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> you know, earlier we talked about different ways of, of recognition. You know, we could do an employee of the month. We happen to keep a plaque in the lobby with everybody's name listed, picture of the current employee of the month, and then we hand out a little pin that just says employee of the month for this month has a, you know, a fake diamond in the middle of it and it's it's a keepsake of some sort and you you you're receiving something on top of that. 
Here at Radwell, we also have other things in addition to Employee of the Month, things like WOW Awards and Above and Beyond Awards and President's Awards. These are things that are awarded at manager discretion based on performance that goes above and beyond ordinary work responsibilities. And it's really rewarding when you've gone above and beyond and somebody says, here's an, an extra award for you. This will count positively towards your you know, employee evaluation at the end of the year. Definitely um, goes a long way. And it's, again, a simple thing that costs nothing. Yeah. And back to employee of the month. I mean, that's an opportunity for your peers to recognize you. And by having that plaque and, and the picture and the names in the lobby, uh, I see customers who are coming in for drop-offs or pickups all the time looking that plaque over. You know, it shows that we appreciate our employees' contributions. Um, and we share that with our customers. No, that is really good. And you made a good point about the um, employee-based voting system versus the management-based recognition. That is that is important because employees recognizing their peers, that's an even bigger award sometimes than a manager recognizing you. When your fellow coworkers think that you have done something outstanding, that's, I think, a pretty great thing. For sure. Another great way to make employees feel valued is feedback lots of positive feedback to build up their emotional bank account. I think providing feedback to employees for positive efforts is so important. It builds up as many positives with them as you possibly can, because there are going to be moments where negative feedback is required. And if you have a lot of those deposits in their emotional bank account, it'll be accepted more productively when something isn't positive and has to be addressed. Employees love feedback. Uh, They want to feel like their work is in line with company goals, and they want to feel as if their efforts are recognized and appreciated. And by providing feedback, that is a great way to make them feel exactly that, in my opinion. Yeah, sharing that feedback as well. I mean, create an email group. You know, that, that's for feedback, customer feedback, employee feedback, you know, whatever type of feedback we get. That way, you know, we have nine locations worldwide. If something happens in Indiana and a customer is recognizing a salesperson's effort, we as a company do a really great job of sharing that company-wide. And I think that's important and it goes a long way with employees. It definitely does. It definitely does. You know, everyone's motivated a little differently. Many are motivated by financial gains and, you know, raises and bonuses, gift cards. You know, you you mentioned that a, a little earlier. Everyone works hard to get ahead and that should be the expectation. I always say it's an easy formula. Work hard, be accountable, be patient, and good things tend to happen in the way of promotions and monetary gains. Uh, Really following all of those things I just mentioned are how you are going to progress within your career. Patience and hard work is the key. So true. And in addition to monetary recognition or bonuses, gift cards, that sort of thing, I think asking an employee's opinion and asking what they really think And truly listening to what they really think, even when it's uncomfortable, is a great way to make them feel valued. When you ask an employee what they think and you really listen to what they're saying, I mean, this can be uncomfortable for managers, but listening anyway can be so important. An employee puts a lot of time into your company, into, you know, achieving company goals and, and, you know, being productive and they're not going to feel valued if a person won't listen to their opinion or doesn't even solicit their opinion. So every opinion matters, even if no action will be taken, because a person feeling listened to feels valued. Yeah, probably the most important point uh, thus far. And, you know, to expand on that a little more, it can be hard for a lot of managers, as you mentioned. It's something personally 
I always need to work on and improve or just remember how important it is and, and, and make sure that I'm working on it and it's at the forefront. So, you know, there are a lot of smart people surrounding us, many that are in the trenches and doing a job day in and day out and know every wrinkle of the system and the process. And that's valuable to a manager and should be and for continuous improvement. You would think that it would be something that happens often, but I think people struggle with hearing feedback that they don't want to hear. And that's natural. Nobody wants to deal with negativity or what they perceive as negativity. The important thing with feedback is to not take it personally. Right. And of course, everyone is not going to be the best communicator. And sometimes negatives will be presented as an attack. But as managers, you know, things need to be filtered, so to speak, so that a person still feels heard and a manager doesn't feel like they've been attacked or it's a personal affront, but instead just feedback to be able to make things work better. Yeah. Sometimes it's just blowing off steam and. Exactly. Exactly. That's important. Oh, it is important. Um, You know, a good leader allows their people to contribute and that takes listening, taking ideas, developing them, sharing them with others and ultimately affecting positive change in an organization or efficiencies in a job role or process. Uh, The manager that can do this effectively and is accountable for the development and execution of those ideas are some of the best in the business. It's also the formula for team building, um, getting everyone rowing in the same direction and contributing to the bigger vision. I always say I can't do it myself. I lean on my management team uh, and then we lean on their teams. You You know, the old cliche, there's no such thing as a bad idea. Not all will get developed or to that development stage or execution, uh, but it might spark a new idea, a new direction, a new approach to a problem, and you never know what that can create. We call those happy accidents. <laughs> and you know what? They're very, it, the whole, what you just said is all very true, very true. And it definitely makes a difference to employees when they feel that culture, that, that mentality around them at work. And speaking of that, (laughs) communicating well and communicating frequently with employees makes them feel trusted and makes them also feel like there's a high level of transparency. Transparent communication is so important within an organization. Employees need to feel like what they're receiving information-wise is authentic and that they're important enough to be included in company communications. It also keeps the rumor mill at bay when management clearly communicates to people and doesn't you know, partially communicate or communicate in a way that's not transparent. When you don't communicate with employees, they write their own story about what's happening within their work environment, and then they share it. And we know how that goes. Um, Doesn't go well. So communicating frequently and thoroughly cuts back on gossip and makes employees feel trusted with the information that's shared with them. So important and probably the the biggest area of improvement in any company um, with any manager. You know, we, I, I say we, but I tend to take some you know, information for granted and and assume that everyone knows what's going on. Um, And then you start talking to someone and they're like, oh, really? I didn't know about that. So many people do that. So many people do that. You know, as important as as communication is, uh, transparent communication, it's investing in development and continuous improvement, both personally and professionally. You know, we need to work on ourselves as people and as professionals. Training is an area that regularly gets overlooked what is crucial to development of professionals. This allows us to improve every year, month, week, and tends to be an area where budgets get cut or minimized and, and budgets can mean money or time. That's very true. And development is so important for making people feel like they're valued. 
when you are in an organization and no one invests in your development and you don't see a clear path for growth, it does not develop a good attitude towards your work. You know, we're fortunate to have uh, a college locally to our branch location in, in Franklin, Indiana. And there's a program they have that we take advantage of. It's a professional development program. Uh, most of the classes pre-COVID were hosted uh, in the classrooms at Franklin College and by the professors. Uh, and they could be as short as four-hour classes or, or all-day eight-hour classes. Um, and all different topics about professional development, using social media, Myers-Briggs type indicator. And that's important to the team here because we are making an investment in you know, both time and, and money, you know, the cost of the classes. That was my next question. When they have classes like that and they make them accessible financially to people, it makes it even more of an, uh, an easy transition to getting people interested in their development and wanting to develop. Yeah, for sure. You know, another great way to make employees feel valued is to celebrate work anniversaries. This sounds like a really simple thing, but when you can celebrate an employee's milestone with them and let them know you remember how long they've been with your organization, it shows you appreciate their loyalty. This can be a really simple thing like balloons, a certificate, candy, kind of like what we do here at Radwell. Just a little something to say, happy work anniversary. We see you. We appreciate your loyalty. Thanks for being here with us and working hard. Well, and you're right about celebrating work anniversaries. Uh, we, we, for years, have celebrated the five-year anniversary, the 10, the 15, and with a plaque. Uh, you know, I've got all, I've got my plaques on my wall. I think when I hit my 15th, I get a gold Rolex. Is that, is that right? Is that what I heard? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know if I heard that. That might be a nasty rumor. Someone needs to transparently communicate. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Well, Rob, it looks like we exceeded our top 10, but we didn't get too far off track. Hopefully this discussion has been helpful. At the end of the day, employees help build a business, and regardless of what level they may be at, those who work hard to contribute to the successes of a company should be valued. Thank you for joining us for Episode 6 of Radwell Automation Nation. Until next time. To learn more about Radwell, visit radwell.com or connect with us on social media. To contact us about this podcast, email automationnation at radwell.com. Thanks for joining us.